Welcome to Half Past Broke, where the dreams are big and the wallets are smaller. I'm your host, Walker. I'm, I'm also your host. Again, one day we're going to get this right and we're going to say co-host. Uh, I'm Eric. And normally, we generally start out with the, you know, me saying, Hey, Walker, what kind of beer are you drinking? But, um, but, today, but today we're doing something we're doing, we're doing something a little different because we're going to be drinking beer the whole show. Um, and it's just basically going to be all about beer. So why don't you... Take us to t- drop some knowledge on us, Walker. All right, let me take you on a little uh, trip through history. Beer is one of the oldest drinks humans have produced. Dating back to at least the 5th millennium BC in Iran. And reading this right off Wikipedia. <laughs> I continue. And was written, it was recorded in the written history of ancient Mesopotamia and spread throughout the world. I would also like to note that there's a bunch of different entries on when beer was first discovered. There's 7,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, there's 6,000 years ago. So beer popped up pretty much everywhere. Everyone wanted to drink. It was yeah, I, it was I, destined I to happen. I don't really know if there's an exact like I am by no means um, a beer expert. Or even, I'm like bordering on enthusiasts. Um, so I really, really not 100% sure, but it seems there's different, like people have different versions of, you know, when it got commercialized or when it was invented or founded or when historians found traces of it in old pottery and then they're they're calling that beer and stuff like that. So it, it's all, it's uh, subjective. And which brings us to um, our first beer of the night. We are getting uh, Weinstephan. Ah, uh, yes. It was established in 725, I believe. Sounds about right. 725. It was established as just kind of a small-time brewery. In... Yeah, it was in it was in um like Bavarian monasteries, right? Yep. It started out as a monastery for, let me double check the uh, name because I don't want to misinterpret. It was established by St. Corbinian with 12 oh companions God. in a Benedictine <laughs> monastery on Narberg Hill, according to Weinsteffner. And, uh, Which is the world's oldest brewery. Oldest operating brewery, specifically. Good point. So um, today we got the Weinsteffner. It's just, just the classic premium beer. I didn't. I wanted to make sure I went with the most basics for Weinsteffner, just in case. It's, it's still the Hefeweizen, right? It is the Hefeweizen beer. Yeah, so it's their premium Bavarian. It's their wheat beer. Yeah, um, exactly. Which is, I went to, I went to the liquor store, and I was gonna grab a. I was going to grab, uh, you know, a couple of the Weinsteffners as well, but behold, my local liquor store didn't have them. Um, so what I figured would be something interesting to do was kind of get something moderately similar um, that definitely drew influence from uh, Weinsteffner. What is this called? Fucking Hacker for sure. It's their uh, their Vice, their wheat beer. And it's it's Bavarian as well. So it's from uh, from Munich. And it's very old. What year was this? I, it was like uh, 1400 something. Um, so we're, basically right now we're just drinking really, really old 
German beers and or Bavarian. We're going to take a look at our past. Our obsession with uh, beer has led us to finding the origin of modern day beer because that's kind of Weinsteffner's claim to fame. Is. And it's they're fucking delicious. Like that's like probably one of the best beers I've had. It's a pretty good looking beer too for being a lager. I've got to say, like I'm a, I'm kind of impressed. It smells hoppy too, very yeasty too. Fourteen seventeen. That's when this uh, uh no, I'm gonna put this in my other glass. Okay, fourteen seventeen. All right. Once you're done pouring, we'll take our get. We'll get. While you, well, while you're pouring, I will take a sip of mine and I will give my honest review of it. Wow, that is impressive. It's very, very yeasty. I gotta say, it's very evident that that's like it tastes like it would if you were to like have a beer in the seventh century, basically. It it's exactly uh, it's, how you would, it was exactly how you would imagine like old school beer to taste like you know very like strong very pungent it's good it's amazing I love the I love the the signatures like the wheat signatures in it it's impressive it's more better it's more impressive than more I, better more better than what I expected it to be all right Eric what do you got to say about your beer um give me one second I'm just fucking yeah it's fucking it smells delicious. It's like uh, it's it's pretty obvious that they were um, you know drawing influence from Vine Steffner. Okay. It looks a little bit darker body too as well. Smooth. It's beautiful. Smooth. Um, it's. I think it might be. It's probably a little darker. My 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 screen's probably darker too. Yeah, um, that's fair. It's definitely. I'm gonna say yeah. It's definitely a darker. Old, a little more orange to it it's smooth it's just it's one of the better wheat beers that i've had um it it doesn't really have i gotta say like as far as wheat beers go because like i when i think of wheat owls and that stuff i think of like cores bud light budweiser Ew. you know like the basic aren't those premium. fucking lagers yeah but they're, they're still i mean this is a lager that's a lager it's I, th- I think of that, but when I try this, I like you can taste the fermented wheat. You can taste the process that it went through to get to this point. It tastes very rustic, is the best way to put it. Is it? Does that how, what kind of what you're getting out of it? Uh, it's honestly, it's smooth and it doesn't really have um because one of the most popular wheat beers out right now is definitely like Blue Moon, um and they they. they that's a Belgium ale too, so I mean, yeah, it's their uh, their wit of beer or whatever, and you can tell why they complement that with an orange, which I don't, I don't drink it with an orange, but you can tell why. Um, yeah, it's it's remnant of. I'm not saying it tastes. I'm not saying. Oh, geez, I'm not saying it tastes like Blue Moon. I'm saying the Blue Moon definitely got <laughs> its its uh, flavor profile from these older bavarian beers you can taste the influence i definitely agree it's kind of the same thing with like shock top because shock top's another wheat based one but it's got the citrus already in it to kind of counterbalance that like yeah that fer- that ferment there for that fermented taste overall i gotta say i'm actually pretty impressed with the weinsteffner i mean as well of all the beers i've ever drank i've not i gotta say i've never honestly drank in a weinsteffner before yeah i've had them uh like I was saying before, I have um 
a couple friends I used to hang out with, and they 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 were really into the German beers, so they could probably tell us a lot more than I'm able to tell you. Yeah, but it's but that's very 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 delicious. You could go for days of talking about German beers, but that is not the entire point of our topic today. No, basically we're just trying to. I here's here's my when I said I'm not a beer expert and I said I'm like bordering on beer enthusiast, I, I'm I might not even be that. I think I just like trying new things from like different areas, whether it be, whether it be food or beer or even like non-alcoholic beverages like lo, like local, um like col- cultural, you know things that like differ in culture from all around the world. And I love that, and that's beer allows you to. You know, walk into your liquor store in fucking New Jersey and get some shit imported from Munich, and I think that's a beautiful thing. One can almost argue alcohol in general is pretty uh, transcendent of culture. Like, I mean, like yeah, sake, sake in Japan. I mean, you got um, it's first one I think of stouts in Ireland, <laughs> vodka, Russian. Like, you couldn't come up with scotch, <laughs> scotch in Scotland, <laughs> tea, tea in Britain because they can't handle their alcohol, but um. Well, I don't know if that's true. I, <laughs> I thought, um, what? but yeah, I, I I really like the the cultural aspect of it, and just like having the different flavors from different areas, and you can see like where you know where it was influenced, and then you know you see the American renditions of uh, you know wheat beers and yeah. everything. And like tasting this, like it almost tastes like it. What hasn't the, the recipe hasn't changed much, and it's pretty good. But you can definitely tell that beer has evolved since this style of beer has been produced it's yeah, all I'm definitely it's, really... it's almost like seeing a living fossil like you can see the I'm, similarities i'm really bad at like describing things so i'm like trying to describe it and it, it's almost like a, i don't know it just takes it's, 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 it's a really fucking good wheat beer and that's yeah. it's tough to really describe if you don't know what it is I'm not like you go on like these review sites and they're like oh it's got a <laughs> a hint of orange no. and a full body like I, I don't I, it's, it's it's a fucking good wheat beer yes I taste the high class <laughs> yeah. you know the head retention is subpar so while, so while we're drinking this beer we're gonna segue into our next beer which we both have actually right now so we can both kind of give a, a similar opinions on this beer it's called Carlsberg I don't know oh, if shit. any of y'all folks have seen the commercials but the Carlsberg has been putting out this advertisement saying that they're using AI to pick up on their uh, their flavor signatures within their beer during the fermentation process it, uh, that's I, like uh, go, go on go on and it, it's it's spearheaded by Microsoft. I mean, the, when I, everything I looked up, Microsoft, Microsoft was the first one that claimed that claimed that. So, Carlsberg is a Danish brewer that was established as a laboratory in 1876. So, immediately you kind of see it as more of a science experiment, a chemistry experiment, than just a traditional brewery. I've never actually had Carlsberg, so I can't say like whether that's a good or a bad thing. We will find out shortly. Yeah, I've never had it. Ah, I feel like I must have had it at one point. I think I, I might have. I, th- <laughs> I think I, I know my friend Dennis enjoys a good Carlsberg. I think. Sorry, sorry, Dennis, if you don't like it, <laughs> just fucking making stuff up about you. Yeah, um, right. Especially if it's crap. <laughs> yeah, it's so. It's just it's a it's a toss up beer. I'm still drinking this beer, but 
since we're already on this topic, the AI, it hasn't been released yet. They haven't really made much comment on it. They're saying this is what they're hoping that it will do. Even like the, the front page of the Microsoft's article says, can AI help brewers predict how new beer varieties will taste? Carlsberg says, probably. <laughs> the fucking idiots over there. Probably. Uh, so, I mean, it's all a concept at this point. So I got curious. I wanted to try Carlsberg because I had never heard of it before. So we both went out and we got ourselves Carlsberg. Now, I will pre- proceed this with Carlsberg. A four-pack of cans is five ninety nine at my local store. Yeah, that's exactly what I paid for, too. I'm still looking for... Is this a fuck? Uh, I'm so bad with beers, apparently. Um... <laughs> I was just looking at uh like like the like, um the hacker shore and the vine Stefner if they're wheat ales or wheat lagers from what I got out of the web out of the um the vine Stefner website it does say wheat beer I don't know if they use the word lager in their stuff um, I know Carlsberg's a lager it's a European pale lager um there I only is, know this. There is um on their list of beers, there is wheat beer, dark wheat beer, light wheat beer, non-alcoholic wheat beer, crystal wheat beer, vitus or vitus, original hellis. I don't I don't speak Germany. <laughs> I, I don't speak Germany. <laughs> I thought you did. Wait, don't you speak a little bit of German? Yeah, not so much. I would I, I uh, yeah. Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> sure so on their website there's non-alcoholic there's pills i don't it doesn't say pills no it it's doesn't pilsner. say pills there it just says pills on their website yeah, it's, so it's it's the same, same yeah there's tradition there is corbinian which is i think the name of the saint that established them yeah the yeah, yeah so they got he's got a beer named after him good for him and then um, there's the 1516 Keller beer, which looks really good. It's actually one of the more expensive ones as well. Okay. I, I've got the information. Um, apparently, Steffner is a Helles, H-E-L-L-E-S, and it's um, light or pale. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, a, I, it's I, a pale I, lager. Yeah, yeah, it's a pale lager. Okay, so I was right. It is a lager. I kind of figured that anything like wheat base is kind of lager related i don't really see a whole lot of whatever i always feel like we i I don't know irrelevant i don't know what i'm talking about uh so i just i just like to drink beer and i know what tastes good and i know what tastes bad so you know what they call their festival beers fest beer yeah oh yeah and they call it winter fest beer like they got some uh, cool names for their stuff their holiday beers well because there's what is there six breweries in munich and they're those are the ones that are there for oktoberfest and yeah, um, and um, actually, your uh, the yeah, yeah. for the life Hacker of me, Shore. Hacker Shore and Vine Stefner are both like major players mm-hmm. during Oktoberfest in Munich. Yeah, definitely, that's pretty cool. It's delicious. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm loving this beer. Like, I I can't wait to try. I can't wait to try the Hacker Shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When um, definitely, if you like that, you're gonna love this. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Nothing spilled. It was an empty bottle. Okay. Um. All right. So. All right. So. But are you, I, get, I, are you I, getting close to the end of your uh, beer so we can move on to the Carlsberg, or yeah. do you want um, to enjoy a I couple more to, sips want, while we converse? Well, I wanted to bring up a few things about um, the AI, okay, um, especially with the, the big insurgence. Is that the the big surge of everyone's opening up breweries now? Everyone. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. They're fucking 
one after another after another. There's two in each town where I live. It's wild. It's just like everyone's just ditched their fucking day jobs and chasing their dreams, which is great. Yeah, They're I just mean, chasing their dreams of being a brewery. But the problem is, I don't think any, a lot of them really aren't producing what I would call uh, noteworthy. Yeah, yeah. it's something. If, if they gave it to me out of their garage, it would be amazing. But to dump your, I don't know. I, don't I, know, I, I will. Dreams, I but. will. I will say the um, the one of the more well known breweries out there, the Genesee Brew House, the Genesee Bre- Brewing Company. It's known outside of New York, outside of Rochester, New York. But Genesee Brew House, the brew house itself, has exclusive beers that exist only within their like walls. And I gotta <laughs> say, there is a pretty. It's pretty standoutish. I must say, like. I've never seen a company so known for skunk beer turn around and turn around and make something that people will line up for hours oh, to, that's to try when their new beers. Me, when you told me um, that they make like craft beer and shit, there, I was like, no, they don't. Genesee is ass. Genesee is like, yeah, you, you get you get cream ale because you're broke. You get Genesee ice because you hate yourself and you want to punish yourself In the because mo- it's. And, it's fifteen bucks for a thirty pack, and like that's one of like the more glorified examples of a place. That, <clears throat> and if any, if you know anything about Rochester, New York, that's where Kodak started, and Kodak failed, and the whole city kind of just went. <clears throat> Dynasty Brewhouse has actually brought in a lot of revenue from tourism because people are wanting to try this like I would worldwide yeah, I would known thing that. that only has exclusive beers right at their own location. I mean, I've met like I, there's they hit, they do a keg lighting every year for um, Christmas. They build a whole Christmas tree for kegs of out of kegs, and they light it. They do a light show and everything. When I was waiting in I line, would, I would when I was waiting in line for my ten dollar beer that I would have that I would drink in two minutes, I was talking to people from like California. I was talking to people from Texas. Like you met, there's all sorts of walks of life suffering through the cold December night. Just to try the beer and to watch this keg get lit. Like it's it's pretty impressive what micro brews can do like micro things can do I, I, i'm a little i'm a little conflicted on that because it's like are they a micro brew or because they're, they're they're a macro I, they, well, they, they, they 30 packs I, to be fair they are a macro brew but they do small batch for yeah like yep. they're for their local stuff like there's stuff that i get access to that most of the rest of the world wouldn't get access to unless they came to like yeah. the kind of tri county area. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, so I, I really think that this, like, if this AI gets bigger, it's basically just gonna be, um, really helpful for these people that are just saying fuck it and open up breweries because now they're gonna be able to, you know, monitor the different flavoring of their beer i don't know exactly how this ai is going to work but it's just gonna be a game changer if well, it's accessible I, to i feel like it'll um, cut out impurities too so you'll get a more consistent batch because i don't know much about brewing but i feel like there is a room for error and you might have to throw out a whole barrel <laughs> just mail it to me i'll drink it <laughs> i don't care if it's got hepatitis c i'll drink it <laughs> I, I might draw the line at bloodborne pathogens <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, brew, that brewmaster had AIDS. <laughs> well, it's a free keg. All right. Um, All right. Also, so before we hear, I'm I'm just about done with this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just finished mine up. There you go. That's how we move on. But fuck, man.
man. Fuck this microphone. <laughs> we do move on. Oh my god. Okay. I do want to show off a little, uh, little genius invention I got here. Oh. <laughs> You added a plastic bag. I did. I know. I told you I improved on it. So, um, I know we are doing a video, and I am showing you this, but I'll I'll, I'll give you the rundown for people who are only listening. Um, I don't have a fridge in my office. I don't have. A, I don't own a cooler. So, in order to get, yeah, all right, he's got a sick cooler. It looks um, like a sandwich. Yeah, it does. So, in order to have me not getting up all the time to grab beer. Um, I took a cardboard box, an Amazon box. <laughs> I, I lined it with um, a Bed Bath and Beyond, a, a Bed Bath and Beyond bag, and I put a bunch of bags of ice in there. <laughs> How many bags did you have to spend on? Um, they're just Ziploc bags. Oh, just... oh so you meant, so you were like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I just no, 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 not like I have a, I have an ice maker. Oh, um, gotcha. So I just put like ice cubes in little Ziploc bags, and I made myself a nice little cooler. I can just guys. first for a second, I was just picturing you taking ice trays and like cracking them into a Ziploc bag. We're balling out over here. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you if you feel like donating to a good cause, send me a message and uh, I'll give you my address. Send me a cooler. <laughs> give give him a cooler from the 1950s. The, it would still be an upgrade from a fucking. <laughs> this is like a homeless man's cooler. That like I'm not, I'm, radiated freon right into your brain. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. All right. All right so next. To, oh, by the way, Genesee Brew House. Look it up. Don't drink their fucking ice. Their Genesee ice is probably the worst beer I've ever had. In my, I almost couldn't finish the beer. I'm pretty sure they just scoop the water out of the Genesee it's... River and just put it in the <laughs> put it in the cans. It's All right. Absolutely disgusting. Alright, so on to the Carlsberg. Let's go. Cowboy Bebop! We get... My friend Dan got this for me. Oh, we get to pour together, man. Oh. You know what they say. Those who pour together say together. Mm, I was also going to say that this is like... This is a full pint. It doesn't fit in the... Uh, not so. Just refill Real pint it. glasses. What? Just refill it when you get a chance. And you can just tell me it's just like it's very very clear. It's got almost like a. Uh, it's got it's more. It seems more purified. Like it's gone through yeah. a couple more like purity processes. Where's this stuff? Where's this stuff like, from? And this is. It's yeah, a, it's, uh, yeah. Oh my god! Let me see. Let me see your disgusting pour. Oh yeah, no, I fucked that up. Jesus. Um. Where's your pour? Mine? What do you mean? Besides from being perfect. Besides that you missed like a quarter inch on the top. I, I was gonna make. I don't know where I was going. With that. It sounded like sounded like I had a joke ready to go, and it was. I was I was getting ready for that roast. But... No, um, where is this from? Holland or I believe it is from Denmark. Denmark yeah, yeah, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. So, it's the European pale lager. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of head retention, it it does. Uh, it's a little. Funny. It does. It's good though. It stays stays there. It's looking pretty good. Yeah. All right. So that's cool. Mm. 
I don't know if I like it at all. <laughs> I'm not I'm not as impressed with this beer. And I bought a no. four pack of this. Great. Now I'm gonna have to get yeah, I mean, now I'm gonna have to wait till I get really drunk to drink this later. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's the key. Um I mean it's not terrible. No, no. But like no, going no, from no, like no, the vine going from pers- for me going from the Weinsteffner immediately to this, it's like there is a very big drop in quality, in my opinion. Yeah, I like I like the you know the 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 cloudy, um, really smooth wheat beer. Yeah, it almost um, you, you could taste like all the ingredients. This almost tastes tastes like the fermentation. There's no like you can't taste the ingredients. You can taste the fermentation. Hmm. You know what? I'm not completely unsold on it though. Yeah. Um... I mean, I've drinking. I've drank Natty Daddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, so. let's be serious. Let's be serious here. <laughs> Who are we kidding? If I pay um, five ninety nine for that, I drink it sooner than if I pay two dollars for a Natty Daddy Tall Boy. It's got a strange taste to it. It's like um, I don't know. Like it's got like almost like a floral aftertaste to it. It tastes like you ate a dandelion afterwards. It does. That's not just me, right? Hmm. Yeah, no, it tastes like you ate a dandelion afterwards. It does, it's not bad, okay? Yeah, no, 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 it's not uh, bad. Like, it's, not, it's not great, though. Before, before we, like, start shitting on this company. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not bad at all. It's just not something that, like, if I was going to drink, like, a really clear I'm, um, lager like this, I'd probably just go get, like... In their defense, like, they're, they, they're, they're always trying to be, they're trying to be innovative in their company. While still staying true to like the more like European Germanic style beers, so I'm wondering if like it's kind of holding them back a little bit. Well, they're the ones that are they're spearheading the whole AI shit, right? Yeah, and I will say that I did see other types of Carlsberg at the store that I was at. I just went with the premium beer because I wanted to be as close as possible to the Weinsteffner that I was having. Which I mean, I think we both agree. Yeah, well, they're just very different beers, you know. Um, But yeah, but I mean, they're still a a similar style. So I was trying to go with a similar style so I could like kind of compare and contrast. Unfortunately, did not quite hit the mark as I was expecting. You know, but not altogether bad. I mean, it's got a nice little like. I mean, you can see that there's like the bacteria, the yeast is still like working its magic in there. It's solid. It's um, I'd compare it to like a. Uh, this is like the Danish version of like, a. a I don't want to say Budweiser because I fucking hate Budweiser. It's like okay, the best way I could say it, it's like the Pepsi to Coca Cola. They're different but similar wait, enough. Wait, but well, Budweiser and this. No, What's no, the- this and Weinsteffner, like oh, this and no, like. No way! I I don't I don't agree with that at all. There, I think I don't think they could be any more different. Um. Really? This just tastes like yeah. This just tastes like a traditional lager to me. It says it's a, a pale lager. I don't. Really I will say it. like you say traditional lager, but like in what sense? Like traditional lager in like the it's European just, sense, or you traditional lager in like the American <laughs> sense where it tastes like water? Yeah, yeah in the shitty American sense. That's this, what I call it traditional lager. This does one hundred percent have more flavor than any lager Definitely. you'll buy. Yeah, it it is better. It's um, it's basically just like to me, it's it's a better version of like um. You know your other American lagers, mm-hmm. which it's it's not bad. The more I drink it, um, the more I enjoy it. But that, that the the first the, the first sip was enough for me to kind of 
Yeah, I was a little sour <laughs> to it. Oh, hey, hang on one second. I got my dogs out of the room. It's really not bad, though. Um, I don't think I would buy it again. I yeah. bought it. Um, I bought it because Walker was uh, you know, we were doing this this podcast and we were talking about the AI and the future of beer, basically. So I decided to check yeah. out the it's not some... check out the beer that is spearheading that. It's honestly not something I would have just like picked up because I thought it looked good. It's, I mean, like to the podcast listeners, you can't really see the can. It's just a basic green with the signature logo on it. It's there's, it's not outstanding in any way. There's no art. It's really kind of just it, it. The can is kind of bland. It doesn't really stick out. Give it a try for yourself. I won't say that it's a terrible beer. Like it's absolutely like just undrinkable. But if you're looking for it? if you're looking for like that log, that good European lager, go for the Weinstefner or the I can't still can't pronounce it Heckershore. Yeah, they're amazing uh, vice beers. The the wheat beers, they're just amazing. <sighs> Though in the uh, in um best way to put it, I have integrity, so I must finish every beer that I open. Oh, absolutely. I'm never, I'm not like I'm gonna drink them, obviously. It, and we're probably being more dramatic. It's it's a good beer. But not it's, a great by any stretch. It, out of five, I would have to say like three point five. Yeah, I'd go with three. Considering that yeah. we had just considering that we had just went from the Weinsteffner to the Carlsberg. <laughs> you getting yelled at? <laughs> We need her to sign a release form. Yeah, I'm sorry, my wife walked in. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I uh, acknowledge her because she uh, he lives she alone. Just got, by the way. She just got home. He doesn't live with anyone. Uh... <laughs> 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 All right. Um. So really, I won't say anything on that one. <laughs> um. What else really is there? I'm excited to see where the AI goes in the future. Yeah, I mean, maybe it'll change the flavors. Maybe it'll refine the flavors. I mean, I can't, unfortunately, in my head, I can't see it changing too terribly much, the flavor. I see it more like, I don't know, making it... I think it's, it's going to be a new, a new wave of technology. Yeah, um, I mean, don't know. get me wrong. I think it's awesome. I mean, we had to plug some sort of technology in here. And since this is an episode about beer, this is the technology that we went with. And, again, it's still in development, so we don't exactly have, like... Really don't know. I don't know the anything about it. The best intel on it. I, Microsoft's notorious for kind of keeping their secrets until it releases, so... Yeah, I, I really don't know much about it. I can just see that it's just gonna be a wave of technology in the brewing, you know, where yeah, maybe, you know, every, everyone has a, a like the standard manual. Uh, and if this becomes like a readily available program, I mean, like microbrewers could start using it, which would be yeah. pretty cool. You could might be able to get some more standoutish beers at these microbrews. Those yeah, yeah. those in Michigan, like they have amazing, uh, they have amazing microbrews there. I know that. Um, they got them everywhere. Oh my I, god! I not... will say though, when I was in Georgia, Florida, I did not see that many microbrews. What I did find is a lot of places that had beers from microbrews 
but not from the yeah, local but, area, unfortunately. You, you you haven't been there in what like two years? Two years? I can't. I don't. I can't imagine that many micro brews oh popping up since it's, then. I swear, in the past two years, shit's popping up like people are just I'm I, I you, guess i'm kind of a snob because i'm from upstate i'm from upstate new york and we've been doing like the microbrew thing for years now and there's like i mean you can't throw a stone without hitting a microbrew up here i was literally just thinking that i'm like i could throw like i can literally well i can I, i'd say a, a professional football player uh a professional nfl quarterback could throw a football to a brewery where from where i'm sitting right now i'm sure it's not like a maybe a, like an nfl kicker they can throw they can do go a little further can they no I'll, <laughs> i you know what i don't i don't even i don't even need a starting quarterback yeah, it's the I, hell I, is I, it just throw peyton manning out there we got this i, I don't know anything. <laughs> I, I, give me give me like give, give me like um like your star quarterback on your like local high school team he could probably hit the brewery <laughs> It's close. Like, and then, so 10 feet? <laughs> we had a shitty football team. Oh, God. <laughs> but then there's also another brewery, you know, four miles down the road. It's crazy. They're, they're everywhere. And yeah. They, they just keep popping up. Yeah. And and good for good for them. I mean, who doesn't like beer? I mean... A lot of people. Probably recovering alcoholics. They still like beer. They just choose... You know they, they, they just chose to separate themselves from it. <laughs> Good point. Maybe they like beer too much. To be fair, I mean, like, 35 billion gallons per year is distributed worldwide and consumed. Like, beer... That's a lot. Beer is everywhere. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get away from it. No, and it's, um... So... Why it's not apply? Yeah, exactly. Why not apply technology to this? Why not have more small businesses that take that have a take yeah. on this concept? Exactly. It's a pretty simple I, thing to make. I mean, um, well, I don't, I don't, I, I would not venture out and say that I've never made it, so I can't. Okay, so here we go. Step oh, one: no. malting. Malting. You're, you're reading this on Wikipedia again? No, I'm not. Actually, <laughs> there is a. There is a blog called Beeriety, which we will put in the comments or the description, and um, it breaks down how beer is made. There is the malting process, which is they start drying out and cracking, blah blah blah. It's just just the boring part, drying out the the grain. Then you get to the mashing. The mashing will go through. It goes to the hot water, it steeps in hot water, not boiling, but just hot water. It starts to break down the wheats and then making more sugars. You know, you start to get that little thing called a wart. And once you siphon out the chunks and you have that straight liquid, that is the wart. That is pre-beer. It's like dough for bread. Then you boil it with hops and other spices and whatnot. That's where the hops come in. The hops don't come in until when the wart is already made. You start, We're learning. You, you start boiling it, you, you add in all those flavors, the hops aren't quite... Uh, what, what, are, what other kind of flavor? What do people use? Barley? I've seen Barley, barley. coffee, coffee, um, beans, uh, chocolate beans, cocoa beans, I should say. Chocolate wow. beans, chocolate beans. Wow. <laughs> I, I think one of these, not to, not to cut you off there, but I think one of these days we should actually get... Um, someone who knows what, like, what the fuck they're talking about, who, you know, like, brews beer, even if it's, like, a local, like, garage, if garage I, beer or something, if get I could, them on the, uh... If I could sit down and talk to someone who, that, like, works at one of the local breweries, is 
one that does the processes, I would be more than happy to try to get yeah, him yeah, to, to sit down with an interview with me and I can play it back on one of our episodes. Yeah, it'd be perfect because that way we're getting, because like I said, we're fucking the, idiots who like to drink. It's sh- <laughs> shot, shot in the dark, we've, whatever. Um, okay, so the last, the last one, or the last two actually, is um, the fermentation process. Sugar plus yeast always equals CO2 and alcohol. Sure. The CO2 eats the sugar and then it poops out CO2 and alcohol. And you're just basically eating yeast poop. But <laughs> it's appetizing. It's very good though. Um, after it's gone through this process between for between like weeks and months, I mean it just varies depending on what you're trying to make out of this, what you're trying to accomplish. You have an alcoholic beer. Now, initially when you make this beer, it's not fizzy. Like the, the fizz that you get out of beer doesn't exist. The CO two isn't strong enough to make the kind of fizz that you want. Now, the process in which to achieve this is one of two ways. There is an artificial way where you can just drop like a CO2, like pill, canister, whatever. Not can- they, not canister. they use nitrogen too now, right? Is for, it, for, for stouts. For stouts. Okay. And I, I won't get too into that because I'm not 100% on that process, but I do know they just use that for mostly stouts. Okay. For other for other beer, though, they'll, like there's these little like dissolvable things that turn into CO2 that'll fizz up your beer. Basically. <laughs> it's like an Alka-Seltzer tablet for beer. But, uh, so, but other than that, yeast will continue to consume and produce CO2 after it's been bottled. So once it's been bottled, what it does is that what people will do is they'll age it for weeks or months in this bottle, let it build up that CO2 so it's naturally carbonated. And it also leads to different flavors. It leads to a more like sour ale. You get the, like the size on the farmhouse ales, you know. But does it like come to a... Uh... The, Does it come to a stop or like like if you if you, well the yeast will eventually die I mean okay, like cool. yeah, it, so I it, it all depends like on how much yeast you add I mean I'm not a brewmaster I don't know the ratio I just know the process in which to get to that point sure okay so um, pass that look and now we know how to make beer Wait, is there another step or was that it that was it just the fermentation and carbonating. Guys, we're fucking brewmasters now. This is beautiful. All right, and uh, how far are you on your Carlsberg? Uh, I'm just about to finish it. No, I'll finish it with you. Ready? One, two, three. Really, just can't get away from that. Like, it just it, it really right, something about it's a, a fucking flower. It's something about it bugs me. Like something that I'm just like not quite putting my finger on, but I'm not a fan of. Yeah. When was um. But that's just personal opinion at that point. Talking about old ass breweries, this was this was eighteen forty seven, and we you did drink the world's oldest brewery um, before. What about America's oldest one? That's Yingling, right? When was that? That would be Yingling. Um, Yingling, I believe, was seventeen. You actually have a Yingling right there. I do have a Yingling bottle right here. <laughs> the black and tan. Yeah, the black and tan bottle. Um. 1829. Okay. So that's... So, and that's the oldest brewery. To be fair, America's really not that old. So if you live in the United States, you're not going to find, like, ancient breweries. (laughs) That's right. You know what? Valid... I didn't... You know, I didn't even think about that. Valid point. So, but... 
But at the same time, I mean, a 200-year-old brewery is still kind of cool. I mean, Yangling's coming up on their 200th year. 18, 29, 10 more years. It's close, closer than they were 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, I guess it was closer than they were last year, but... Exactly! We're getting closer to the 200th. So, our first and oldest brewery is about to hit its bicentennial. Is it, is it Go the out first and celebrate. I be, I be, it's either the first or the oldest. I think it's the first, though. Because it's from Boston, or it's from Boston, or it's originally from Boston, and it moved down to PA. It's in Pottsville, PA right now. So I'm assuming it's the oldest, and the, and the... My mic keeps bouncing. It's funny. I need you to calm down. <laughs> I'm going to need my mic to calm down. All right, so we're done with our Carlsberg? Yeah. What do you got for craft brews? Give me a local one. What are my options? I don't know. Pick something. I'm going to pick this one. Oh, that was... Was that Legint? What is it? Oh, what a what a freaking crock of shit. <laughs> Why? What? Petaluma, California, and Chicago, Illinois. What'd you think it was? So it's made in two... It's, it's brewed and bottled in two different spots. Lagunitas. It is a stout, though, which is my favorite beer. So, I won't judge it. If we want to go local, though, I do have... You <laughs> fucking knock everything over. Wrong hole! Oh, no. I do have this thing called Make Me Want a Stout, which is Big Ditch. That comes from beautiful Buffalo, New York, which is where Niagara Falls is located. It is a very, very good brewery. I have had almost every single iteration of their IPAs, their stouts, their porters. And I gotta say, I haven't really found many complaints with what, I, what I've had so far with, of them. This, um, this stout is actually brewed with coffee and cream. I can, I can get down with that, I think. I think maybe like... But it's not, um, it doesn't taste like coffee, it tastes like coffee beans. Yeah. Which I, I, I like really five like. Years ago, five years ago, I would probably... Um... Yeah, about five years ago, I probably would hate that. But now, I think I'm, like, really starting to enjoy stouts a lot more than I used to. Yeah. And I I'll be really, really, really dig that. I'll be honest. It wasn't until about, like, I want to say, like, beginning of the winter of 2018, I really started to enjoy stouts. Like, I was always more of a summer shandy kind of person. I like my grapefruit beers. I love my, like, citrusy beers. But... I've I've been on the stout kick and I can't get over the stout kick. I love the stout kick so much, especially in the winter. That you can't yeah, be in the winter. Yeah, um, yeah, it's so full bodied. It warms up your soul. Even the it cold. Really does. It's the only cold beer I've ever had that'll actually warm my soul. I actually I had a um. And it won't make me beat you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's um. I just the worst beer of my life um no. there, there is one I, I forget i completely forget what it was but i think it was called avalanche or something and i said if i was stuck in a fucking snowstorm on a mountain this is the beer i'd want with me um but yeah i think would you like, want beer or would you want food and means of survival that nah, beer you're right probably beer <laughs> <laughs> probably beer that per- I, I need enough beer to get me drunk if I if I had like one beer, that'd be really depressing. If I'm gonna have a die a slow, painful death, like freezing to death, I'd rather be drunk and pass yeah. out for it. Yeah, definitely. If I'm not gonna wake up, I'd rather not wake up fucking hammered. Yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what what else do we really got? I don't have any other beers because I just grabbed those two. And because, like I said, um, I think it was in the last episode. I've been really packing on the pounds, so I've been trying to stay away from beer. But since we did a beer episode, yeah. obviously, I'm gonna go get some beers. I mean, um, I mean, I would say we should do a shot episode at some point, or a, a, a hard liquor episode. Probably a bad idea. <laughs> probably a bad idea. We might make it five minutes before we're just yeah, like kind of like head down, kind of dying really, a little bit. But you know what? But local uh, local breweries. I gotta say, this coffee and cream style. You just you'll never find like more unique things than in than microbreweries. Obviously, like obviously, like what we said before. Not a whole lot of standout or stuff, but microbreweries are w- what is giving the population stuff that you don't normally get from yeah, the big I- companies. Like, this coffee and cream stout. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure there's a couple iterations of it, but they don't, they don't come from the big companies. They come from the small microbreweries. It's, it's, it's just about trying new things. And, you know, like I said, I wasn't really impressed with all the um, local breweries that i've tried but you know what one of these days i'm gonna have a beer that knocks my fucking socks off from one of these places that just opened up and it's it's because you know you got to get out there you gotta life's about trying new things enjoying enjoying it you know exactly so on that note i will have to say goodbye thank you for watching us and uh or listening to us listening. for those those of us on podcast cheers and good night folks